0: MCCU members get rewarded, and so can you. Simply stop by your nearest MCCU branch and open a Kasasa checking account. This awesome free checking gives you real rewards by doing a few simple things you're probably already doing. Last year, our Kasasa members earned $821,246 in Kasasa rewards. Who pays you real rewards?
1: MCCU, that's who.
0: (laughs) Terms and conditions apply. Complete details available at marshallcommunitycu.com.
1: Astronauts stranded on space station for a year prepared to come home. Apple could soon kill off the MacBook Pro. A new report says. Hackers explore ways to misuse AI in major security tests. And Verizon says it's weeks away from a major upgrade to rural 5G. This is Geek News Central. My name is Todd Cochran, and I want to welcome you to episode 1,687 of the Geek News Central podcast for Monday, August 14th. This show is sponsored in part by GoDaddy.com and listeners just like you. Great deals from GoDaddy can be found at geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. And you, yes, you can support this show today at geeknewscentral.com forward slash insider by becoming a Geek News Central insider. We are lit and live with apps from podcastapps.com. Join the value for value revolution. Earn sats just by switching to a new modern podcast app at podcastapps.com. Hey, I want to give a warm welcome to all the new listeners and viewers of the show. Thanks for being here. Of course, you can check my site out at geeknewscentral.com. Get over there and follow and subscribe to the podcast. That's the way to stay connected. You can sign up for the newsletter. While you're over there, of course, you can join our chat room at geeknews.chat. That's a Mastodon chat server and experiment and get engaged in our social interact integration. And if you don't know what that means, get over on geeknews.chat, request an account. Of course, you can always, always, always contact me via email geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, at geeknews on X. And you can follow me on Facebook just searching for my name, Todd Cochran. Partner shows are all linked to Geeknewscentral.com. That includes the new media show, the gadget professor, and the GNC Weekend Review. Check those three shows out. There's a few other shows there as well. Those are some older shows that are no longer part of the are active. Of course, we got a Pro Gear site as well where you can find out information about Pro Gear. Of course, our longtime sponsor, GoDaddy. We can find all the information about that at Geeknecentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. This is where savings begin. Lock in your savings today. My August promo codes are alive and well, whether it be a penny, a penny for that brand new dot com, again, a penny for a new brand new brand new dot com or $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year with a free domain, $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year with a free domain. It's almost like you hear an auction year, $299, $299, $299 a month. Manage WordPress hosting for the first year with a free domain. So either ninety nine or 299 get you in the ballpark, get you online, get you set up. I Tell you that economy hosting plan at $1.99, no better deal on the planet. That managed WordPress hosting, no better deal on the planet. $299 with a free domain. Of course, you can get a free trial of GoDaddy website builder. Your choice of personal business and business. Plus plans, that's a one-month free trial. All those codes, links are geeknesscentral.com. Grab a promo code, click on the link, lock in your savings today, and you will save large. You will save, and you're supporting a great, great team of content creators along with the show. Allows me to keep the air conditioning on. Allows me to pay the gas bill, the rent, the insurance, everything. And, of course, my writing team as well. So get over there, support the show, use one of my codes, share them with family members, friends, people that you know. Do not write them on the bathroom wall, but we do hope that you'll share these codes with friends and family members. That's how this show stays sustainable, ladies and gentlemen, is by you doing your part and sharing our sponsor GoDaddy with people that you know. And I want to thank GoDaddy for being a longtime sponsor here of the Keek News Central Podcast. One of the things I do every year is, and since I've been back in Michigan, is many of you know that I, when I was much, much younger, in my teenage years going to high school, I was involved in 4-H and FFA. Yes, those are largely agricultural-based programs. Now, 4-H has got crafts, They got all kinds of different things you can do in 4-H. And FFA is, again, mostly agriculture or horticulture. And the agriculture part is where they will basically bring animals to a livestock show, to a fair, to a county fair, and show them off. So every year, um, then local members of the community come in and essentially buy those projects, whether it be ducks, chickens, chickens. Uh, turkeys, uh, rabbits, whether it be um, uh, lambs, uh, pigs, steers, you name it. There is a livestock auction that goes with it. So there's two two auctions. One's a small animal auction and another is the big animal auction. Now, I come in on the small animal auction every year and support the local communities. There's really two or three things you can do. Number one, you can buy the animal and contribute that animal to a uh, local charity for a food bank. Number two, you can have that animal, uh, and they all the first two options. Both of them are processed, and you can take the the meat home after it's been processed. Or number three, you can send the, the animal back with the with the child. Um, I've always been of the first two categories. I either donate to charity or I take the uh the meat home and uh this year i was able to support four uh four young adults um with their projects uh ducks rabbits and chickens and um and we we're able to send uh three of those projects to a local food bank and uh basically feed the needy with uh, with that with the proceeds the kids gets the money the 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 uh the meat goes to the food bank so um part of your support of this show allows me to do that on an annual basis and i typically try to spend or to uh, donate and i guess that's the best way to say it um about $1000 a year um to those those kids in 4-H and FFA. And I try to pick a a couple of kids that are in 4-H and I try to pick a couple of kids in FFA and support uh, their projects. So that's why there was no show last Thursday. I was at the small animal auction uh, doing that. So it's to a good cause. And uh, I would not be where I am today. I would not be... The the man that I am and having the work ethic and everything else that um, goes along with that, having not been in 4-H and FFA, it made a profound impact on my life. So it's kind of my way of paying back. You are part of that by your support of the sponsor, by becoming an insider, um, to be able to help support young youth in their projects and again it's it's a big event. They sell in the line items were about 330. And if you think about a small county to think that you have to have at least 330 companies or individuals for my case I was I took four of those line items and bid on them and um so if you think about it it's a pretty big deal um and a lot of money goes back into the youth and allows them to do projects and save money and that kind of stuff. So um, that's where I was last Thursday. So I uh, hope you understand that. And um, I hope you understand the the process. Again, uh, I live in rural America. I don't live in a big city anymore. And uh, this is just the way of life here in this, in this county and uh while the is not huge, it is significant, and I was happy to be able to to go out and and support uh high schoolers uh in uh in their in their projects that they spend a lot of uh tender loving care to raise every once in a while now last year, I was able to send some rabbits home with the young man that uh um, that I bought. So sometimes there has been an option where I've sent the actual live animals home with the, with the, with the, uh, and it just, you can do that. That's one of the options you have. And, uh, sometimes, uh, depending on the circumstances, I've done that. All right. So let's get off that. Let's move into the tech news. If you're watching live tonight, thanks for, uh, just, uh, uh, coming in. Make sure you say hello. I definitely appreciate it when you do. But our first lead story is astronauts stranded on a space station for a year prepared to come home. An American and two Russians have spent six months longer expected an orbit after docked. After, if you remember this, it's this been a long time ago after their docked spacecraft was damaged by a micrometeorite strike, making the vessel unsafe to bring the astronauts home. They did bring a. Uh, um. Soyuz spacecraft to the International Space Station in an emergency uh, lift, and uh, so that's been docked now for a while, and uh, they're going to since February thing, and they're going to bring uh, bring those folks home and uh, they're going to be coming home on Soyuz MS23 and uh, date isn't exact, but it's it's in the uh, very, very near future. So, uh, we'll keep our uh, fingers crossed here that those astronauts get home just fine. But uh, anyway, it's just finally, that just seems like it was forever ago, right? That that happened and went down. Now, in the intro, I kind of teased you folks a little bit. Um, I said MacBook Pro, and I did it to kind of catch your attention. It, it wasn't, I did that on purpose. Sorry. But it's being rumored that Apple could soon kill off the Mac Pro, <laughs> not the MacBook Pro. I know some of you that use MacBook Pros are like, what, 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 what do you mean? What are you saying? Um, but it's, it's likely that we're only a few weeks away from uh, seeing Apple's Macs loaded with the M3 chip. And a big, big, big uh, news is that these M3 chips are, are monsters. The entire lineup has apparently been leaked and there are a few big surprises. Um, These revelations came because of a journalist, Mark Gurman, whose reports are usually impressively accurate when it comes to upcoming Apple product. His latest report allegedly based on chip configuration Apple is testing. So things could change in the future. But the report spills the beans really on every upcoming M3 family And according to him, one device the new chips might not appear in is the Mac Pro. He explains that the M3 Ultra could come to the Mac Studio and Mac Pro if Apple continues making those. And, but what it is, is the Mac Studio appears to have about the same performance as the Mac Pro. So there's a little bit of wishy washing going on in that. Maybe there's overlapping product market here. It's fascinating and implies that the Mac Studio could in effect be cannibalizing the Mac Pro among demanding Pro users. Right now, both Macs come with the same chip options while the transition to Apple Silicon has stripped the stripe for Mac Pro of most the modularity that made it such a unique option. And now its days, quote unquote, could be numbered. So what we can expect... Starting with the entry level M3, he says it will have eight CPU cores and 10 graphic cores. It'll be found in the 13 inch MacBook Pro, 13 and 15 inch MacBook Air, the Mac Mini, and the 24 inch iMac. As for the M3 Pro, there'll be two versions one 12 CPU and an 18 GPU core. Within the 14 CPU and 20 GPU cores, those Macs set to get those shipped Include the sixteen inch and fourteen inch MacBook pro now luckily, I like the big macbook pros i I have a fourteen inch currently, and I'm not in the market. I don't need another macbook i'm only my my MacBook now is only a couple of years old so but if they're going to differentiate on the size based on the chip size, that makes me kind of worried later I'm going to have to spend a couple of years more money than I want to, but that's the case with Apple. So when they move to Apple's more heavy-duty chip, starting with M3 Max, that will have 16 CPU cores and either 32 or 40 GPU cores, um, that chip will probably go into the Mac Studio. So we will see. Anyway, uh, upcoming announcements. This should not come as a surprise, uh, but it is interesting that we are going up in chip course, or m1 m2 m3 this quickly seems like it's been a very very fast progression i guess it's not surprising but it feels that way to me over at axios hackers explore a way to misuse ai in major security tests we know that generative ai security vulnerabilities and how we get ahead of them are about to become the tech and policy world's top priorities but at Defcon nearly twenty five hundred hackers spent the weekend at the AI village poking and probing some of the most popular large models for flaws and this was seen as a watershed moment for the broad broader technology industry, which has historically struggled to put security at the forefront as new innovation emerges now. This was sponsored by the government and uh Demand for testing and evaluation, the practice, and what's called red teaming, the practice of letting ethical hackers attempt to break into a system, learn about vulnerabilities, will likely multiply 10 times after the weekend's event. Russell Kaplan, head of engineering at Scale AI, told Axios. Again, the challenge was backed by the White House and several major generative AI developers. Took place in a large room at Caesars. Across 156 closed network computer terminals, but that, even that didn't seem enough space. On Friday, the first day of the event, the line spanned into two hallways. Some participants spent an hour waiting to attend the village challenge or its corresponding panel talks. One prompt challenge asked participants to get an LLM to spit out someone's credit card. Another asked participants to get instructions on how to stalk someone. Participants found challenges more difficult they anticipated. Some of the participants were surprised to see that the models were more neutral on various political and social issues than expected. Some folks said that they did some testing on Thursday and they found a way to get a model. He was testing to provide detailed instructions on how to stalk someone. But he came back Friday and he tried the same thing. He said it did not work. He says the AI is getting better with each prompt. And of course, the AI village hosted several sessions as well. So uh, this is a great article talking about what's going on. And it's good to see that DEF CON continues to, uh, you know, do this ethical hacking and reveals, reveal security vulnerabilities and that kind of stuff. So it was very, very cool. For those of you that live in rural America, Verizon says it's weeks away from a major upgrade to rural 5G. And what's going on here? I just had a phone ring in. Okay, I don't. We'll shut the volume down on that. So, expanded C band access for Verizon means Factor 5G service is coming to nearly 40 million rural customers in the next few days and weeks. Verizon says it has up to 200 megahertz C band 5G spectrum has been cleared for use and upgrades, it said, will bring more bandwidth and faster throughput to its customers, particularly those in rural areas. The company will use the new Spectrum to expand its 5G-based home and business internet. And uh, in addition to improving its wireless phone service, Spectrum is available after the FCC validated the moves by satellite communication companies, SES and IntelliSat, to switch to higher C-band frequencies, clearing the lower ones for commercial cell phone use. The wireless company says it's rolling up up to 200 megs of C-band Spectrum to almost 40 million people in 158 mostly rural markets, while the rest of its network will see a minimum of 140 megahertz with available spectrum averaging 161 megahertz across the country. So phones that will support it are devices like the Samsung Galaxy S21 or iPhone 12 and up. If you have the right chip, if you're on Verizon, this will, we'll see. And of course, here's the deal. You're lucky enough to be in this area this could be a game changer for those of you in rural America with uh, some bandwidth speeds that uh, would be, would be pretty massive for those of you that have never seen this kind of speed. But again, only a hundred and hundred fifty 150 some markets are going to see uh, these super, super fast speeds where more markets will see a little bit slower. Uh, it's really based upon the, the bandwidth allowed. So Time will tell where this goes, and I look forward to seeing if it happens in my community, which I doubt. We're not a big enough rural community to probably to make it happen. Tesla's unrealistic EV range of estimates revealed in testing. Apparently, Tesla has uh, been you know obviously been accused of misrepresenting battery mileage estimates. But what they've done is Reuters was able to confirm. That Tesla is calculating mileage in a unique way, and current and driver basically looked at it. They said the good news: is Tesla's current software showed a consistent range estimate no matter the charge level during a 75-mile highway test. However, the calculation is extremely simple, taking into account only the charge level and the EPA-approved range estimate of 348 miles. In the case of a 2021 Model S used in the test, and battery as and the battery charge level, multiply the numbers, and you get the remaining range displayed on the dash. Car and driver found that Tesla's range drops a little more than five miles for every five miles driven, and nothing the driver does can affect it. If you're driving cold-conditioned, which lowers lithium-ion battery efficiency, the car would not take that in account. So you could find yourself losing mileage on the readout very quickly despite not covering very much difference. Other EVs from Lucid, GM, Hyundai, Kia, and BMW adjust the remaining range dynamically based on how you drive, temperature, and other road factors. This provides a more accurate range estimate, which explains why so many Tesla drivers feel their cars just run out of juice far earlier than advertised and concludes that Tesla's mileage rate is at best optimistic and at worst misleading. Tesla isn't alone in putting its thumb on the scale. You can argue even EPA that even EPA's suggestion on electric vehicle testing are too lax, giving automakers too much room to conduct their own testing and calculations. It's starting to look like Tesla's taking advantage of that more than most. So uh, when you hear you're going to get 348 miles out of an EV, don't count on it. I've been reading more and more reports of people getting stuck. Ford Lightning trucks, people getting stuck. In the middle of nowhere, and they can't get charged. They have to put their vehicle on the back of a trailer and haul it to a Ford dealer that has a charger. And many of them don't have fast chargers. This is the issue. Yeah, you want to sit there eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, and get charged? Great. Many places do not have fast charging. There is not the closest fast charger from me, I think, is 27 miles, which isn't too far is when you think about it. But if I have to drive 27 miles to get to a charger, I'm not passing through. I live here. But if you are 300, 250 miles between fast chargers in rural America, you're going to be in trouble with this mileage issue. So beware where you're buying a vehicle. If you're in a local community that can support many chargers, you, you know, a lot, I've heard many people I've talked to here and where I live and said, I am not buying an electric vehicle. I'll get stuck. And I believe it. They'll get stuck. Just not enough chargers. There's an interesting article over on techradar.com. Talking about NVIDIA. And I'm not a GPU or graphics card follower. I don't follow this market. But it said, NVIDIA could be up to something odd with the next-gen Blackwell GPUs and AMD might take advantage. They're saying there won't be an equivalent to the AD-104 chip. Now, I have no idea what that means. So those of you that are video cards enthusiasts know what all this thing means. Um, but I know, just based on what little I've read, the AD-104 is the third most powerful GPU. And... If they aren't going to power it with that, then what does that mean? Is it going to be more powerful, less powerful? I don't know. So they have a very, very long thread on this. It says AMD's graphics cards might be in, in the, or GPUs might be in the game here shortly. So uh, it's all about chip shortages and so forth. So the link will be in the show notes for you that are following this GPU market and uh, definitely check it out. And maybe you can give me some back uh, some background on what it all means. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what's what what uh, what comes out. Also, there's of reports of the iPhone 14 battery issues threatening to spoil Apple's iPhone 15 launch party. Uh, Apple's iPhone 14 and iPhone excuse me iPhone 14 and iPhone 14 Pro series have come under fire over battery health concerns. Tech journalists from multiple tech publications, including The Verge, The Wall Street Journal, and Apple Track, have noted that the iPhone battery health was declining faster than older iPhones, including the iPhone 13 series. This report comes weeks before the iPhone 15 and i15 Pro expected launch. Apple says the iPhone battery health should be good up health should be good up to the battery capacity falling to eighty percent when the iPhone retains 80% of its original battery capacity at launch. Yet, these new products, such as from Apple Tracks, show that the newest iPhones could, at the rate they're apparently going, hit that threshold faster than the previous iPhones. Apple iPhones have a good battery life at launch, with some owners claiming, incidentally, battery life declines when iPhones or iOS update drops. These claims remain unproven, but for phones costing over $1,000, it's easy to see how this could be concerning. These issues aren't going to be a deal breaker, but always existed with iPhones and mobile phones in general. But as has been noted, 80% battery health is the danger zone for iPhones. And Apple will offer replacement if your battery health reaches that level. For batteries hovering on 90%, it's not a concern when one considers the iPhone 14 has been out a year now. And uh, I haven't checked what mine's at. So I should should do that at some point. (laughs) New York times has made a change to the terms of service, basically prohibiting AI vendors from devouring its content. The paper record pokes holes in the absorb everything AI business model. The new terms prohibits the use of times content, which includes articles, video images and metadata for training any AI model without express written permission. The New York Times says its content is for the reader's personal non-commercial use and that non-commercial use does not include the development of any software program, including but not limited to training a machine, learning, or artificial intelligence system. They don't want it scraped. They also outlines the consequences for ignoring the restrictions engaging in a prohibited use of the service may result in civil, criminal, and or administrative penalties. So, I don't think we should be surprised there. This hasn't stopped models like GPT-4, Anthropics Claude 2, Meta's Llama 2, and Google, Google's Palm 2. They've been trained on large data sets, material scraped from the internet using a process called unsupervised learning. And, um, when I start hearing talks about neural networks, my eyes glaze over just a little itty 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 bit in that there's been some stories of recent that some of these development companies don't understand what their neural networks are even doing they don't they don't understand how they're doing what they're doing. That's scary stuff um and some newsletters I've been reading has been pretty eye opening and at some point, I'm probably going to lose some sleep over it. But for now, we'll see. Dating is not going to be the same. Dating App Hinge is hiring a VP of artificial intelligence who'd earn up to $398,000 a year. They want to be able to use AI to uh, matchmake. And uh, I'm not surprising. And again, Dating App Hinge is on a quest to become the AI first company. And leading charge will be, a, a AI executive is going to make a lot of money. Um, so 398000 It's depending on the candidate's level of work experience, education, or where the candidate is located per the listing. So I don't think a bot is going to be able to do matchmaking. I just don't. It's just looking at a profile. Unless they're get guarding data about the individual outside of the app. It would be very curious to see what they're going to do. Netflix is finally testing out cloud gaming on TV and browsers. So those of you in the United States can calm down. This is not happening to you. Starting today, some Netflix subscribers in Canada and the UK will get access to a limited beta test for Netflix games on their TV. Initially, Amazon, Chromecast, LG, NVIDIA, NVIDIA Shield, Roku, Samsung, and Walmart TVs will support Netflix games with more to be added on an ongoing basis. Now, they've avoided this for many years, but apparently it is time. So we will see. Dell, the computer company, has been fined $6.5 million for error in pricing process. Basically, there were people who were going and buying a computer were prompted to say, hey, you can add a monitor. It's substantial savings. Well. Except the special prices were often higher than those Dell charged for, as a standalone purchase. A, and AKA a monitor might have been sold for a uh, hundred Australian dollars online. Was sold for one hundred and twenty-five Australian dollars in the um, in the special. So uh, they find uh, Dell six point five million U.S. ten million Australian and uh, for their pricing process that they used. Uh, So uh, no savings for you. Just give us more money. There is a, um, oh, I already talked about that. We'll close that. iPhone maker Han Hai cuts Outlook after mobile demand uh, sags. So Han Hai precision industry company now expects 2023 sales to fall after previously forecasting flat revenue Sounding warning about the demand for advice it makes for Apple and other global firms. The Taiwanese company now expects most of its main business segment, including smartphones, to contract slightly. And uh, it reported a large expected 30% slide in operating income. Uh, Hanhai's results underscore a worsening market for global electronics as consumer corporations hold off on spending during a downturn. This should not be expected at all the way the economy Of course, course you hear the government. They say the economy is doing great. Uh, I don't know where they're coming from. If you have a Ford, specifically SYNC 3, Ford says that a Wi-Fi vulnerability, not a safety risk to vehicles. It's a vulnerability in the the TI Wi-Fi driver of the SYNC 3 infotainment system on certain vehicle models. So does it say which vehicle models it is? Let me look. Does it say... Um, they've been working with the, ford been working with the chip maker, develop and validate measures, address vulnerability. vulnerability. Um, it's on the 2021 Mustang, Super Duty, Transit, Transit Connect, Bronco Sport, Expedition, Explore Escape, and EcoSport models on the 22 Mustang Super. Okay, yep, that's duplicated. So no edge. I guess I'm in luck. I guess I... I have avoided the vulnerability this time. But uh, we'll see if there's a bulletin that comes out. You'll probably get an over-the-air upgrade anyway. Microsoft's new Office default theme and font arrives in September. Of course, the apps are getting a new color palette, styles, and updated default line weights. So currently, Office is uh, This will roll out in Microsoft 365 next month. It says it's refreshing the default Office theme. And uh, so we'll see. The biggest change in color, palette is that the yellow has been removed and replaced with a dark green. And one of the lighter blues has been replaced with a dark teal color. This should result in better contrast between the shapes and lines that are available in Office documents. So if you're a big Microsoft 365 user, that is coming to you. Ford has hired an ex-Apple TV Plus chief, Peter Stern, to lead the customer software team. He will oversee an effort to create market innovative customer experiences by integrating hardware, software, and services. So um, Stern left Apple at the beginning of the year after a six-year tenure, heading up the launch of a portfolio of service including Apple TV Plus, Apple News Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple Fitness Plus, MLS Season Pass, and Apple One. Again at Ford, he will be tasked with building a world-class team to create market innovative customer experiences. So it's all about your screen in your car. So uh, we'll see what happens here. You know, companies are increasingly turning to monthly and annual subscriptions for certain digital products, including semi-time driving features and so forth. You know, you have to pay by the month for some of these features, which I don't look forward to at all. PayPal has announced a new CEO as a crypto push accelerates. Alex Chris into its chief product officer will take over in late September. From current PayPal CEO Dan Schulman, and uh, he's currently the VP and CPO of Small Business Unit of Intuit, the company recently announced its own US dollar-based back stablecoin. And uh, Schulman mentioned at the time that the digital currencies requires a stable instrument like the US dollar, so uh, he's heading this up. So just uh, changing of the changing of the guard. Over in cyberscoop.com, data data centers are at risk due to flaws in power management software. Bugs found by Trellix researchers could allow for malicious hackers to gain access to sensitive sites like data centers. During the DEF CON security conference, researchers at security firm disclosed vulnerabilities in commonly used applications at data centers that could give hackers access. These laws were especially troubling due to the growing reliance on cloud computing for everything. A vulnerability in a single data center management platform device can quickly lead to a complete compromise of the internal network and give threat actors a foothold to attack any connected cloud infrastructure. The researchers found four vulnerabilities in an infrastructure management platform from a company called CyberPower. I know those folks. And five in power distribution units from Dataprobe that allowed for remote code injection. The cyber power software allows administrators to manage and configure the infrastructure data center through the cloud. So we'll see. We'll see what they do here and if they get these uh, patched up. Important note, aside from turning off the power, hackers could use access to install malware and make connections to potentially hundreds of network-attached devices within the data center. So we'll see. The U.S. Cyber... I didn't know if we had one of these. U.S. Cyber Safety Board to review cloud attacks. The U.S. government announced on Friday that the Department of Homeland Security Cyber Safety Review Board will conduct a review. Initial review will focus on recent Microsoft cloud hack, but will then expand to issues relating cloud-based identity and authentication infrastructure affecting applicable CSP and their customers. Cloud security is the backbone of some of our most critical systems. According to Homeland Security Secretary Alexandro D. Marocca said, oh, yeah, in his review, in its review of log 4G vulnerabilities and activities associated with lapsus dollar sign, the CSRB has proven itself to ready to tackle and examine critical and timely issues with actionable recommendations. So uh, we will see government agencies usually don't move very fast or effectively at all. Hello, Bayina. Thank you for watching the show. Amazon adds AI-generated review summaries so you don't have to read the comments. This is interesting. So if you have done a review on Amazon, they're going to create AI-generated summaries. Mm. The summaries are rolling out now in the U.S., but not all products have them yet. The summaries been in testing for at least a couple of months are now widely available to a subset of users in the U.S. on Amazon's mobile app. Emma says they're available across a broad selection of products. So far they've been seen on TVs, headphones, tablets, and fitness trackers, but the feature availability isn't completely consistent. The Galaxy Tab A7 has a review summary, but the new Galaxy Tab A8 doesn't. Ammo summaries are easy to read, but do not but do include some occasional language quirks. They're also seem to focus primarily on the positives of the product, spending less time on the negatives. So um I hope they're able to say this is an AI review so you can clearly see it. I think that's going to be important. This one, here's a deep one. Google Chrome is making big moves to help protect the web. Now listen to this. From quantum computers. Chrome is getting ready for the future by shielding encryption keys. Hmm. In a new post on the company's Chromium blog, Technical Program Manager Devana Bryan says, says that we are updating technical standards, testing and deploying new quantum-resistant logarithms, and working with the broader ecosystem to help ensure this effort is a success. Quantum computing is thought to be summed by the next frontier, with theoretical processing seeds far exceeding that of even the most powerful supercomputers today. And with that, as power comes, the ability to crack impervious encryption methods. So I'm not even going to go into this next section, but they're going to something called Chem. Key Encapsulation Method. And it's one of four that's been picked by the NIST and Google's rolling out support in Chrome to support Chem to a certain, it's this key exchange called X25519 and Kyber768. Yeah, basically they're trying to make these browsers more secure. Hmm. So that uh, we can't be spied upon by quantum computers. It's being reported that Apple Watch X will reportedly feature a thinner casing and magnetic bands. Mm. Since 2015, a new model of the Apple Watch has made its way into stores every year. Often with minimal upgrades. That might change with the Apple Watch X and the companies are working on more substantial changes. A magnetic band attachment, replacing the slide-in design, a larger battery, or oh, allowing space for a larger battery. It might also have a thicker watch, thinner watch case, which is curious. So, this Apple Watch won't likely hit the market for the end of the year if it follows an annual release schedule or two. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, again, upcoming Apple announcements. We'll see if they make it make a difference. During DEF CON, there was a bomb threat causing a mass ac- evacuation at the hacking convention. This was at the Caesars Forum, the main venue of DEF CON. And it came at a bad time for an evening party. But basically, uh, the hoax caller thought of themselves as a prankster and called in a, uh, called in a bomb threat and uh, ruined everyone's night. So, uh, and wasted uh, resources as well and uh, caused a major, major issue there that evening. It's always someone. Over at medium.com, there's a good write-up of 75 years of artificial intelligence unveiling evolution from calculation to prediction. And uh, it's, a, it's a good article, great article to read. It talks about the timeline of AI. And if you think about AI starting 75 years ago, you really don't think it, is possible, but again, rudimentary AI in the very, very early days. And uh, great article. I'll leave it up for you to read. It's about a ten minute read, uh, but well worth it. But here's a statement of the day: AI won't replace people, but people who use AI will replace people who don't. And I think this is a, a another great story. It talks about the evolution of work. A is a partner, not a competitor being adaptable, unlocking new opportunities, people that embrace lifelong learning are all going to be in good shape, stuff that we've already talked about here in depth on the show. So the link will be up in the show notes for you to check that out. And also, Google is starting to warn its users it will delete inactive accounts. Now, a bunch of us got a bunch of Gmail accounts. We went and captured, I, I have a list somewhere of all the ones I've, had and some that I have not logged into for a long time and probably will never use, and probably should just let them go back into the pool. But Google now so start deleting Google accounts have been inactive for two years. Now the company's making sure everybody knows about it, sending Gmail users message forming people about the account inactive and in, account inactive account policy. <laughs> and uh, these messages are being sent to all Gmail users, not only to Gmail accounts that could be affected by deletion. And uh, so essentially they say we're updating the inactivity period for Google account to two years across all our products and services. This change starts rolling out today. It will apply to any Google account that's been active, meaning has not been signed into or used within a two-year period inactive account and any content in it will be eligible for deletion from December 1st, 2023. Hmm. So. They're going to send several reminder emails to both the affected email address and your account recovery email address if you provided one. That's the key. I have account recovery email addresses on all my Gmail accounts that I have. Some are business-related, some are personal. And um, after Google's deleted account, the Gmail address of the delete account can no longer be used to create a new Google account. Oh. After Google's deleted a Google account, the Gmail address of the deleted account can no longer be used. So in other words, it can't be stolen. So you can read or send an email, use Google Drive, watch a YouTube video, share a photo, download an app, use Google search, use sign in via Google to sign into a third-party app or service. So just be aware. You don't have all you gotta do is log in, send an email. Resets the clock. That's all you got to do. So X is having another auction. They're selling the last vestige of pre-Musk Twitter. So uh, they're having another big auction. And uh, what are they selling? Just about everything. Um, I don't have a link to the auction. But... They're just selling surplus. If you're in San Francisco area, this is a great way to be able, I don't know if they'll ship stuff or not, but if you want some Twitter memorabilia like signs and that kind of stuff, it might be, you know, might be cool to pick something up. Um, they do want to sell a sign that's on the side of the building. Now, I think that would be pretty cool for someone to buy, but you are responsible for getting the permits and the proper company to remove the sign. Um, not another fiasco like them putting up the X sign without permits. So there you go, and uh, so there's a. It's surprised that they got any work done at Twitter. There was I'm reading through some of this list of stuff, um, ping pong tables, uh, all kinds of stuff. They, you know, we had a couch in our office, you know, but. We always told people they could take a nap on it, but I, I think I'm the only one that ever took a nap in my office in Columbus when we had it, never seen an employee use it. So, you know, maybe maybe that was the same thing. Coffee machines, pizza ovens, bird-shaped neon lights, that might be kind of a cool thing to have, right? And, of course, there are going to be knockoffs that are going to be available too, but if you could get something directly from the headquarters, that might be, uh, might be very, very cool. All right, as always, uh geeknews at gmail.com is the email address. Geeknews at gmail.com. I did have a comment come in. It was very, it was very comical um, from a listener of, of the show. And let's see if, if, am I logged in here? And of course. All my Gmail accounts are logged out, except for the well, oh, there we go. Let's see here. Got an email from Eric. <laughs> Eric said, hey, it's a it's good old fashioned AI. And uh Eric, uh thank you for that. We will not put that link in the show notes. Thank you very much. It's one of the early days GoDaddy advertisements. <laughs> it was a very racy, very early day GoDaddy advertisement. We're we're not gonna, we won't, but Eric, thank you for for sending that over to me. And uh, Sam, thank you for your note and uh, uh, everyone else that has emailed me and and uh, had some comments of of recent. So um, hey, it's uh, I will be back Thursday with another edition of the show. But just as a reminder, the following week, the week of the twentieth, um, I will be in uh, Denver, uh, actually Aurora, Colorado uh for uh, podcast movement a uh, very very full week so there'll be no show Monday and thursday of of next week we'll be doing a new media show live if any of you watch the new media show but i'll be back here thursday for another edition of the geek news central podcast no uh nothing to interrupt the flow this week again i didn't realize the auction was uh on thursday last week and it promised to bring you a Uh, another edition, but uh, again, this is the one charity event a year I really uh, participate in, so I do appreciate all of your patience. Uh, It's been my pleasure being the podcast. Everyone, take care. Uh, Be safe out there. Take care of one another, and we'll see you this coming Thursday for another edition of the Geekness Central Podcast. Everyone, take care. Be safe. Bye-bye.
0: MCCU members get rewarded, and so can you. Simply stop by your nearest MCCU branch and open a Kasasa checking account. This awesome free checking gives you real rewards by doing a few simple things you're probably already doing. Last year, our Kasasa members earned $821,246 in Kasasa rewards. Who pays you real rewards?
1: MCCU. That's who.
0: (laughs) Terms and conditions apply. Complete details available at marshallcommunitycu.com.